this is the Under Pressure Outdoors Podcast. Outdoors in partnership with Warriors Quest is brought to you by Martin Archery, the number one archery company. Martin Archery combines leading edge modern technology with innovative design to give serious bow hunters and target archers what they demand. Axis Camera Arms for a camera arm that offers a smooth, full range of motion without restriction, lightweight, easy to pack, the name speaks for itself the Axis Revolution. Conquest Sense for more than 15 years, Conquest Sense has been selling premium hunting sense to hunters around the country. Bojax Inc., the best designed archery dampening system. Simmons Optics, everything you need, nothing you don't. Ozonics, undetectable, undeniable. Dry shod waterproof footwear, the most wearable rubber boot. Veteran innovative products, VIP broadheads. The first and only scalpel sharp broadhead with dual spring variable cutting width suspension for superior penetration. Elevated safety systems. Rancho Rio Lindo in Uvalde, Texas. Piney Woods Hunting Lodge in Eufaula, Alabama. Alright, so we're back this week. We're going to talk about the big F word in the outdoors industry. And that is Facebook. Oh, yay. <laughs> Doesn't everybody love Facebook? Everybody loves Facebook, right? So, and, and not, I mean, I bought my boat off of Facebook, okay? <laughs> How many boats have you bought off Facebook? At least two. At least two. <laughs> two. I've sold and bought quite a bit of stuff I've off sold, Facebook. I've sold several trucks on Facebook. Marketplace is where it's at, man. I miss when you could, you uh, find when you could buy and sell guns on Facebook. You, well, I, I've seen gun cases. I mean, everybody listening can't see the air quotes I had for the gun cases. Yeah. You know, when you get a $900, a $500 gun case. <laughs> yeah, like the factory box it comes in yeah <laughs> good and well what that is yeah everybody knows what that is <laughs> but so we're just talking not necessarily about facebook but social media in general and the pros and cons uh it has in the outdoor industry um social media can be used for a lot of great things i mean one of the great a good good thing we used social media before well before we ever started this podcast stuff is when we had a deer lease we actually created a facebook group with all the guys in the deer lease. Mm-hmm. It was a private group. Yeah, that only had the guys from the lease <clears throat> so that we could share our pictures um, back and forth with each other and figure out, you know, we used it as like a check-in system, who was going where, what on, you know, published work days, what needed to be done, so on and so forth. Yeah, we put out, hey, we need corn, we need to fill feeders, whatever. Right. Uh, and that was just a way for everybody to get a hold of everybody without having to have everybody's cell phone number, which eventually, every, just about everybody had everybody's cell phone number at, at one yeah. point. But first getting started out, it's also good to be able to jump on there and look at put a, a face with a name. You know, it's good to be able to put that face with the name, and so you know some guys haven't met everybody yet, so on and so forth. They can go on there and figure out who the heck they were talking to or who the heck they ran into. And figure out if they're supposed to be there or not. Oh yeah. So and we had a big trespass problem on that place. And we did. Being able to see people's faces, see what people drove, take a photo you had of somebody's pickup truck or someone walking and put it up there and say, Hey, is this any of you guys? And then somebody can come on there and say, Oh yeah, hey, I walked in front of your camera. I didn't realize that camera was there, so on and so forth. We know we don't have a trespasser, we just have another lease member wandering through the woods. So it was uh, very useful in that in that respect. But then you get into the area where you have just about every state. I say Lord every duck state. Hunters. <laughs> every state I've hunted in always has some kind of group hunting related. Several. Right? Several. I mean, there's I, I, several Florida pages. Oh, yeah. You, you got Florida Deer Hunters or uh, Florida, Florida Hunters, Hunters Network. Hunters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Florida Duck Hunters. Florida Duck Hunters. Savage Waterfowlers. That's in Florida. my favorite one. Savage Waterfowlers is pretty good. They uh, are pretty good. That's that gets it. There's it not a lot of internet scouting name. there, but yeah. it is true. His name. 
Uh, oh man, that that brings me. I now I know you brought up internet scouting. I'm gonna talk about my tip of the week right there. I got you. I, yeah. I feel you guys in on a little trick I pulled on some people on as far as internet scouting goes. I haven't I haven't got much good information off of that yet. Not yet. Off of what we did. Off our little uh, inside. Well, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been on that page in a while. But I have pulled. I see some, posts from there. I haven't been on the page. I need I to go know. back and dig through that page in a little bit and see. But we're we're not the right type of time of year to be some seeing of those, ducks a lot though. I mean, we should see wood ducks, whistlers, your your birds that hang around. Right. Resident birds are, are they're going to be on there. So you've been out scouting. What you've been seeing? Um, a lot of woodies and whistlers. When we say whistlers, we're talking about black belly whistling ducks. I haven't. I've I've never seen a fulvous whistling duck in the wild. Not in Florida, anyway. I mean, I don't know. They're here. They're, they're here. just further south than we are. Okay. Yeah. I haven't really seen any of them. I know the limit is a lot lower on those. So I really don't want to see any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's actually two. Yeah. Is it two or is it one? It might be one. You're it right. might be one on the yeah. fulvus whistling duck. I think the limit's one. So I believe I mean, you're right. I really don't don't care to see too many of those. So talk about the positives of social media. Positives of social media. Positives. I mean. You can look like Cast and Blast, Florida, the mm-hmm. group, or, or or the regular page. Either one, I think that's a pretty that's a, a very positive page. A lot of people go on there, and the weekend is a great time to be on that page because then you see everybody that's been out fishing, especially during the summer. You see everybody's been out fishing, you know, having a good time. There's like recipes on there. Sometimes <laughs> you get some crazy stuff out there. What was that? Uh, you guys heard Adam Steele a few weeks back. Now he's over there on the on that cast and blast. He was on cast and blast there. making gator feet. He was on the podcast. Yeah, they did Talk a conversation. About gator feet. Yeah, gator feet. It was barbecue gator feet. I think it was that he put up on there. I was like, you know, it didn't look too bad. No, you see it the didn't. picture. I was like, hmm, I wonder. I'd try it. Yeah, I'd try it. I'd, be a I'd try gator weird. feet before I tried. Uh, Pig's feet. <laughs> eh, I don't know. I, I think I'm about sitting about even on the same boat on that one. Feet, feet, feet. All right. You know, I'm not a big feet person. You, you don't want some pickled chicken feet? No. <laughs> heck no. I don't blame you. Shoot. But I mean, There's, and then Travis Thompson, the guy that runs Cast and Blast, you know, he puts out a lot of good information. There's always, he's a, he always talks about every meeting. Yeah. With FWC that's going on. It's usually posted in advance. If you want to show not, show up or join in on the the Zoom call now, and that's the thing too, you, you're not just talking about these local groups that are doing that, but you've got stuff like the Florida the FWC itself has a a Facebook page, and they're posting those meetings all the time, well in advance to let you know this yeah. is coming. FWC they're posting post when, a lot. when the regs change. They're posting all that good stuff. So if you're following their page, they're gonna. That's I mean. That's why I shared that link to our page uh, where that 12-pound bass was hiding at. Yeah. You know, now, all that information's there, and it's it's fast. It's it's immediate information. So social media has a lot of good stuff to it. You can get on there. You can find those uh, groups. You can make friends there. You can find people to go hunt with, so on and so forth. But on the same hand, you can get in those groups, and then... Hold on. I got another... Positive, and you had him on the podcast. I think it was last week. Uh, the Fallen Outdoors. That's a. They're always giving away a hunt. They, I seen today where they had another giveaway. Giving away fishing gear on there. I mean, they give away all sorts of stuff on social media like that. Not only just the giveaways, but I mean the stuff they do. It, it's great. Their biggest presence is on social media. That's yeah. That's yeah. social media. And that's the same with us. I mean, our biggest presence is on is on social media. We're always I'm trying to stay more up to date and post more stuff to social media so you guys can see it there and uh, interact with us that way. Uh, we're trying to give stuff away. I mean, shoot, we gave away what three memberships from the BHA yeah. podcast. Uh, we're giving away some koozies across there. I've tried to give away some other stuff, uh, but people just don't seem to want to answer their private messages yeah i can't mail you stuff if i don't have your address yeah but i've tried you know and that, that's okay um so 
there's a lot of good things can come from social media. It's all in how we use it. Yeah. It allows us as hunters to connect with people all across the U.S. to share our our uh, our passion. Our passion. We love, yeah. we love what we do. And we it's, enjoy it's, it. I mean, I wouldn't spend so much money on chasing ducks if I didn't love it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I think one of the one of the biggest and most felt drawbacks of social media, um, at least for me anyway, is to sit on social media. You get on social media, and you can see um, everyone's success, and it kind of makes it look like even when you're having a terrible year, that it's just you. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I see you. Because, I mean, we've been, the past what, couple of years when we had that lease in Georgia, we'd, I'd go up there and it'd be well, Georgia deer hunters. I'd be watching everybody that's killing deer that morning on Georgia deer hunters, and there it is, you know what I mean? And then here I am sitting in the stand and not seeing a dang thing. Yeah, you don't that's see That's another it. con, the social media, yeah. being so readily available. Is if you're bored sitting in the tree stand, not seeing anything, what are you doing? You're scrolling on Facebook or whatever, going to Marketplace and farting around. <laughs> I think social media uh, has saved a lot of deer uh, because people not paying I think attention, you're right. sitting think in the tree right. stand, sitting in the blind, whatever, has saved. It. It's a great conservation tool because it keeps people from paying attention to what's actually going on in the woods. You know, and I'm probably going to be posting more to... Um, to the page when we, when the hunting season rolls around, I'm in the, in the duck, sh- shooting at some ducks and not just watching. Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get real active once hunting season rolls around. We can actually mm-hmm. start doing like we did last at the end of last year. We did some live videos. Yeah, we'll have some live videos out. I'm sure. Do some actual filming. Get some stuff up on our YouTube page. Yeah, which is there. There's nothing on it, but it's there. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. But social media goes far beyond Facebook. There's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I don't, I don't Twitter. Yeah, I don't know what. But it's there. Twitter is. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't understand. Man, I don't even really understand how to use Instagram all that well. But I try. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I go on Instagram and look around. That's about it. I don't. Really, I never really post anything to Instagram. I have like one picture on my Instagram page. <laughs> I don't post much to Instagram either. Well, my own personal page. I've posted more to our our under pressure outdoors Instagram page than I had to our personal my personal page on Instagram. Yeah. But I don't post anything on social media hardly at all. Anyway, like my personal page is empty for the most part. I, I might, don't post anything there either. I might share something every once in a while, or maybe occasionally I'll post a picture. Here and there, not very often. But so the drawbacks of social media, one of the it's a it's a positive and a negative at the same time. It allows us to take our successful harvests and share them with other hunters. But it seems to me one of my biggest pet peeves with that is that people seem to, in my opinion, forget that we're it's not just a group of it's it's not just hunters on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, n- not everybody wants to see that deer you shot that's absolutely covered in blood. And the tongue's hanging out. Tongue hanging out, or it's already half gutted and, you know. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't bother I, me. I know, right. what, I know what happens. <laughs> right. But you're also taking that and you're giving fuel to the anti-hunting community. And that goes against the R3 Standing and also, you see, I see some stuff that is disrespectful, if not borderline uh, disrespectful, to to harvested animals all the time. You know, sometimes I, I sometimes I mean, I know what you're saying, and I understand the respect thing, and maybe it's a personal thing, and maybe I just don't understand it that well. Like I said, I, I, I get you want to be respectful, but the animal's dead. It's not going to care. <laughs> you know what I mean? And first of all, it's an animal. It's not a human being. Well, you got to have respect for... But you do. Yeah. I mean, so I, I get it, but I don't. I mean, you don't do stupid stuff, right? But you don't... Sometimes I think people take that a step too far. You know what I mean? I mean, clean the animal up and make it look presentable. Right. 
But I try to take my kills before I take a photo photograph of that, get it cleaned up, make it look as lifelike as possible. Yeah. Um, because you owe at least that to the animal. And yeah. if you're showing that extra effort and respect to get that out there, people see that. Yeah. Uh, and it reflects better on us than just coming up on a on a buck you may not you if i shot a nice buck and i lost it couldn't find it for three days and i come in there and i found it half chewed up by coyotes i'm not gonna post that photograph yeah on facebook to me that's disrespectful of the animal that's, it's nothing that's not natural yeah. it's gonna happen it's just a circle of life yeah but that stuff doesn't need to go on, on social media no you're you're right. That that doesn't need to go on social media. Uh, when you go out there and you shoot a doe in the head at sixty yards and and blow her head wide open, well, that's a that is a um, me, that's an ethical kill. But that doesn't need to go on social media. It, I mean, should you really be uh, shooting a deer in the head though? No, I mean that's a tough that's a tough say because uh, if if you are capable and have Confidence. That's the same thing as saying, should you be shooting an elk at 400 yards? That's a matter of opinion. Yeah. If you are practiced enough and have confidence in your own abilities well enough to make a headshot at, at 50 yards with a rifle, that's an ethical shot. But the same as with a 400-yard shot, 500-yard shot. It depends on your skill level. But again, that doesn't need to go on social media. Yeah, I get you. I mean, nobody really wants to see the thing's brains hanging out. No. Stuff like that. Right. One one thing I don't like, and this happened a lot. I see this duck season is real bad. And duck hunters, I think, are even worse than anything. You want to get people into the sport, right? So they join one of these Facebook groups, pages. And they're new to it. They don't know a lot. You know, a lot of these people... Maybe their dad deer hunted, or maybe they didn't have a father figure to take them out in the woods and show them, you know, hey, this is what you do, things like that. And then this kid wants to go out and shoot some ducks. Well, he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't have the money to buy a, a lease to hunt ducks on. So what does he do? He gets on Facebook, asks for a little bit of help, and people tell him to quit internet scouting. It's like, hey, you could be nice and say, hey... This is what you go out, and this is what you look for. I mean, you don't have to be specific and tell them all the plants you need to look for. Tell them hydrilla. Everybody knows ducks love hydrilla, like to eat hydrilla. Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you but, tell them everything they need to look for? And I say it, I say it like this because because you can was, some of that you can do and and have a little bit of learning. You know what I mean? But there was a point in both my life and your life with someone who showed us how to hunt. Yeah. They took you out there, and they said, for just to summarize it up, they said, you're going to start right here. Mm -hmm. And that's what you did. You started where you were told to start. You did what you were told to do, yeah. and you were successful. But, but people journey, don't do learned, that. Right. And like I said, duck hunters are really bad because they don't want somebody finding their spot. That's just as bad in, in any of the deer hunting pages, too. I mean, I didn't see it as much in it, but it was blatantly, it was painfully obvious and horrible, especially when somebody was trying to get involved in a sport that you want more people to get involved with. You want to help out with conservation. Well, that, that right there is your R3, and you just went against it because you shamed this poor kid that's trying to get into duck hunting, or this poor person that's just trying to get into duck hunting and learn something. So instead of you helping them out and saying, hey, this is you need, you need to look for hydrilla, and you need to be looking for smart weed, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, you don't have to tell these people to quit internet scouting. You know what I mean? And it was bad. You know, I couldn't make a post. Hey, can I go hunt here? I mean, what do I need? I had no idea. What I was. Me and you had to research it because nobody would tell us. Right. You know what I mean? And you couldn't make that post because then you'd be just, you've seen, you know, 20 million other ones of some kid. Um, it was bad. And it's like, is, it needs to be opposite of that. We knew where to start. Yeah. Somebody just starting out, you know, they have legal questions. They may legitimately not know that there is a free rule book on the mm -hmm. counter at Walmart. But at the same time, that rule book 
doesn't have all the rules in it. No. No, it doesn't. Just has the major regulations, season dates, times, things of that nature. Yeah. You really got to dig into the state of Florida's website to get down to all the nitty gritty, all the rules. Yes. And the rules can be somewhat convoluted in yeah. there. Um, especially when it comes to shooting does. Where, in when, Florida? When, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, some areas you can, some areas you can't, some areas you got to do it with a bow, sometimes this, sometimes if the sun sets sideways on a Saturday, you know, <laughs> you that's might. the way it seems, yeah. Yeah. If, if the sun rises from the from the east on Saturday morning at 6 o'clock from 7 to 7.30, you can shoot those with an air rifle. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> that's just the way it seems like some of those rules are written. And, and that's like, okay, in this, and that's only in this WMA. Right. <laughs> in a different WMA, the rules are completely different. That's and it's only between the roads L one and L seven on the west side of L on the yeah. west side of M two. And you're like, well, where is that? Yeah. <laughs> and the road, the road, the road, the number or whatever the name of the road is different from the map. And <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, that's a whole other thing when you get up into like the Ocala National Forest and stuff like that. Where they've changed the number like six number times. Yeah, man. I can't tell you how many times they've changed the dang numbers since I started hunting up there on those roads. You're like, yeah, we're going to go off all 57. You mean 62? No, 57. What's 62 now? I thought it was 24. <laughs> yeah. What you do never you know where you're going. <laughs> so you got to use the old the, the nicknames for the roads for anybody you, to know you, where you're going. You, and it depends on who you talk to about what the, the, the road you call it is, too. I think the best thing to do when it comes down to those regulation questions, and I've done this several times in several different states, is I will get in there and I'll go, man, I wonder. And then I'll try and find something. I don't look to prove myself right. I look to prove myself wrong. Yeah. Right? And then when I can't find that, and even if I seem to where I think I can prove myself right, then I get on there and I figure out what game, get the number for the game warden who is over the county that I'm going in. Yeah. And then I call him and try and get him to tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Or her or whoever. I call the game warden and try to get them to tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. And I've actually had a game warden come out on the ground with me. Yeah. To talk about what's going on. Because there's, I mean, there's I mean, no better source than the person who's going to write you a ticket for it. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the way to do it. It's the person that is going to write you the ticket if you get caught. That's the man to talk to, whether you can or cannot do that. Yeah. And you always want to make sure on, in that respect, too, is that you're not just talking to any game warden in the state. You are talking, talking to, to the, game, the warden game warden that is in that county. <laughs> Or is over that WMA that you're going to be talking to. That way, you know that if you, know, you do this, the person you are most likely to run into run into is that individual who you know, told you yay or nay. Yeah, especially if you're you're still doing it, <laughs> or someone who knows that individual. You know, somebody yeah. he works with, because it's not going to be the same person. At least not down here in Florida. You got different shifts. They're going to be working. You don't know which shift that individual game yeah. was working at that time. So they get all upset about people asking about rules. Nothing rules, but just people trying to find some place to go out and enjoy the outdoors. Right. Sometimes. And I mean, like me, I've, especially now that I had a boat, I'm not worried about you telling me to go hunt right, sit right here. I don't need you to tell me to sit right here. Tell me the lake, okay? Right. Give me the lake. Give me an area, and I'll go find the birds if they're there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just say, you know, you get on there, you say, hey, I was thinking about going out and, uh, Lake whatever, and I'm gonna go hunt over there. You, you oh, could, and then you could say I, I was gonna hunt this lake, and at that simple thing, it could be one of those instances down here where you might have gone out, scouted that lake, got there at six thirty in the morning, and you were ready, to, and you got out there and you scouted, and you saw plenty of ducks, and you were just ready, rip roaring, ready to go. You're excited. Well, about first it. of all, if you got there at six thirty in the morning on the public lake in Florida, you're too late. But you're scouting, <laughs> right? You're scouting. It's not season yet. And then what you come to find out during season, because you didn't know any better, because it's not posted anywhere or anything yeah. like that, is that the boat ramp doesn't open until 6.15. <laughs> and you're there at 6 a.m. And you show you show up there at 4.30. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can't get out on the lake. And it's just one of the three boat ramps on that lake. And you don't know about the other boat ramps. Yeah. So now you show up and you're late to the party. But see, that's where FWC comes in handy. Because they have a boat ramp finder. Now, not every boat ramp in the state is on there. But there is a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> do they post the hours of when they're open and closed on that? I believe they do if there's hours. I have to look. Like I'm not I'm not gonna name the name of the ramp or the lake, 
But there is one that's supposed to be open at eight. There's no gate, so there's no mm. place to put. I mean, it's a free ramp. You don't have to. It's not one of those pay. You put five bucks in a can thing. Yeah. So I mean, the park might open at eight, but you know, it's duck season. Right. <laughs> I can understand that. And there's another. Uh... I mean, I I used it at you know four thirty in the morning the other morning, and uh, I didn't get a ticket. So. Right. But I mean, that doesn't mean I doubt it. Yeah, and that's one of those things where you can just call and ask. Because um, the the game warden's going to be a little more I active. I didn't see a sign. I didn't see any signs. Where did you get that it was supposed to be open at 8? Google. Google? Yeah. Oh, well, the all-knowing Google machine Yeah. Uh, has given me several wrong phone numbers the last few days. Really? Yes, sir. <laughs> the old Google it, machine. And then, uh, yeah, called the number it gave me and then it hung up because it was the wrong number and, and then it suggested it was like was it, it literally asked me was that the correct number and you're like and i'm like no, no. and it says well try this one <laughs> try that one and that's the right number like why didn't you know an, another why user you said me- this was the correct number and i'm like well, why didn't you give me that one in the first place but, google man yeah uh, i'm telling you so but you know internet scouting can be very very useful um, and I just as if, far as if people getting on satellite images, if, looking at that—that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. They say internet scouting. They're talking about getting on Facebook and somebody having somebody give them a spot. I'm not trying to give somebody. I, I would never try to be like that's just rude. Is to try to take somebody's spot, right? Specifically. Now, if you give me an area, like you tell me, go look at this side of this lake, then that that's different, you know. And on the north end of whatever lake, you know, no name lake, there's a marsh. Run around in there a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Travis Thompson on Cast and Blast said the best duck scouting tip I've ever heard on any other podcast the other day. And he was like, don't go and burn a shoreline looking for ducks. You go, you sit off the spot, and you glass, and you watch for the birds. And I'm like, there you go, because then you're burning the shoreline, and you're kicking ducks up. You're, you're you know what I ruining mean? the eggs. You're, you're ruining the spot, because you're scaring the ducks off of that spot. Because you do it, and then Slick Down the Road does it, and then blah, you know, so on and so forth, and now those ducks have moved. Right. Now, I mean, I get... <clears throat> I've I've busted ducks off of a spot before. It was not I was not necessarily I wasn't looking for ducks. I was trying to familiarize myself with the area. Right. So I was riding around and I was looking for hydrilla. Right. You know, looking to see where the hydrilla mats were, stuff like that, just possible spots to go to or come back to later, sit off of and glass for ducks, you know? So and I happen to bump some birds off. You know, sometimes you can't help it if you're right. doing that. But if you know, hey, these ducks might be in this area, don't go burning the shoreline looking for them. Well, it's 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 pretty simple. When you need to go look at, when you need to go run a lake like that to figure out the lake for driving purposes, you need to do it in the middle of the day. Yeah. When the ducks have had a chance to come in and feed in their morning feed mm-hmm. and, and get out, go there with the sole purpose of not having the intention of seeing ducks. Yeah, and, and I wasn't ducks. having this, I wasn't having the intention to see ducks at that time. I parked and I'd waited and I fished a little while, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna ride around and see if I can't find whatever. See how the hydrilla's doing in this lake. Right. See where some other hydrilla is. Yeah. And seeing ducks flying is not uh, not what you want to see when you're scouting for ducks. No, you want to see ducks on the water. Yeah, because I. You're not gonna. You are gonna shoot ducks when they're flying, but you're not gonna. You, you don't typically want to try and shoot ducks as they're flying past you. You want to shoot ducks as they're flying to you. Yeah. Um, not so you got to be not flying you over be. your head. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, whistlers are one of those ones where you, you can turn whistlers pretty. You easy can turn whistlers to come back, back around, but whistlers don't come at don't come across you generally super high. And they or are very definitely fast. not fast. So, but they'll come in well within shotgun range, fifteen yards off the water, and they'll come. You know, you can see them coming straight at you from a long ways off. They're not going to decoy out on that lake. I don't know that I've ever seen a whistler swim. 
You ever seen a whistler swim? Seen them pick up off the water. But were they actually in the water swimming? No, they weren't. They were standing in like ankle deep water, and they took off, weren't they? Not necessarily. Well, I mean, they were. They they were on top of a bunch of vegetation. Every time I've seen whistlers in the water, but they've always been in like my ankle deep where they could stand up, or they've been standing on top of some sort of mat. They're always they were on top of a big mat of like cattails or something. When I seen them pick up, they've always been standing on top of something. I've never seen. I didn't burn them off. I was yeah. I was broke down. Be honest. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going anywhere. So this was uh, what Friday. Yeah, this was Friday. Yeah, I woke up wake up Friday morning to twenty seven text messages between. Yeah, you that and was between me and, me and your brother there. He was the one that answered first. Okay, <laughs> I was I was dead to the world when you yeah, text me at five a.m. I was broke down. <laughs> but uh, well, thing too, my phone is on silent. Yeah, I put it on silent or like go to the sleep time or whatever. While I'm in if bed. you read my message, the original message, it was, "Hey, if either one of you gets up, call me, please." <laughs> yeah, I got up about two hours after you sent that message. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was already there, and we were out there watching. I, actually, at that particular place, I seen ducks at like seven o'clock flying whistlers. That's good, and a wood duck. That's good, and that was that. That's that one I told you to go to, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, where at? Where I sent you that article? It's gonna. It'll be. Uh, I think we'll kill some ducks out of there. Now, whether we'll find the X, I don't know. How where far they is the drive? Forty-five minutes from my place. That's not bad. So I mean, you're about twenty minutes from me. Yeah. So I'll just wake up, grab a pot of coffee, and head to your house. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan has been out there. Went out last night. They got him another gator. And we'll be out at like ten. We'll be. I think we could be out of there by ten if we shoot good enough. Yeah, we're gonna be out there. Uh, we're getting out on the water next Saturday morning. Gonna take the boy out. We're gonna shoot us some moorhens. That's right, man. Then we're going to the backcountry hunters and anglers moorhen fry. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the whole fam family. Oh yeah, everybody's yeah. going. Everybody's going. We gotta be back in time and have. We gotta clean the birds for that, or we go before we go. I don't know that I'm gonna try and take my meat. I'm going to be a little stingy with it because I'm afraid. I didn't say we are going to take all of them. I don't know. I'm going to take any meat. So here's what I'm afraid is going to happen. I'm afraid I'm going to show up and Adam Steele is going to have whooped up some awesome recipe over there. And I'm going to I'm gonna be going out there and just wasting a bunch of more hens just so I can make a bunch of whatever Adam made. Tacos. Yeah. <laughs> Tacos. Because you listen or... to old Adam talk about. That dude is, you know, he got some uh, cooking. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I thought my pork was good. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to it. They all thought your pork was good. That, that was some yeah. good pork. I mean, but I'm looking forward to what they can come up with with them. I, we we had the For intention of eating them last year, uh, and then we thawed them out, and we got ready to cook them, and then uh, the old boys said, y'all want some steak? And we said, well, okay, <laughs> twist my arm, you know, <laughs> and then the meat ended up going bad, which sucks. I, I hated yeah. that. but I did have a few at the house. Do you? And my, well, I did. My mom boiled them, and my dog loved them. Yeah? Yeah. There you go. I mean, That's what down. I said, too. If nothing else, I mean, you Now, can... I will tell you this. That is definitely not the way to cook more hen. No? Because that stuff stank. <laughs> it was boiling. <laughs> I mean, she she gave it to the dog. She didn't season it or anything in right. just in the bottle of water and let it boil for a while. Yeah. No, that's... And that's what I said, too. I said, if, if anything... I would not else, recommend said, that for you to eat. We can take that meat and we can slice it up and jerky it and turn it into dog treats. That's, I mean, that's... That's organic, like, no no, no additives, nothing. Just throw it in a dehydrator or throw it on a smoker or cold smoke it. That's what, I, I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do with a lot of my warhands, especially when I get my dog, my, my duck dog, I'm going to go, and that's going to be my, uh, my dog, my, my dog duck blind snacks right there. Yeah. For the dog. Warhand nuggets. Some warhand nuggets. What better than waterfowl for your waterfowl dog, right? That's right. <laughs> But back to social media. You know what? That's another pro of social media. So we're talking about is recipes. There's all kinds of recipes. And if you get on the right page, like Mediator, they share recipes all the time on there. Well, they got a dang cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple cookbooks. Yes, they do. But, I mean, they put up recipes. Um, like we was talking about Casting Blast, Adam Steele had that gator foot recipe on, on there. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Uh, Duck Commander, they do a lot of stuff. 
I got Facebook videos of Jace Robertson making you some uh, fried frog legs, you know. But you can find a Facebook group out there for just about everything, you know. I mean, I'm in a couple of frog gigging groups on Facebook. I, I got a frog like gigging group. Florida frog giggers or something Yeah, like but that. nobody gives you any place to go find some frogs. No. That's the same thing. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've found frogs, but I've never found a bunch of frogs that you can see. I did see one at our unnamed lake. On top of a hydrillamite the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea to sl- swing out there at night and see if we can't find. See if we can't frogs. dig a few. Yeah. I've heard it was covered up in gators, too. I don't doubt it is. But what do you think them gators are eating? Mm-hmm. Frogs. I mean, they're supposed to. But then again, what what lake in Florida is not covered up in gators? I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. There's none in the swimming pool. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Cut a hole in the screen. They'll be in there. Yeah, I want to find its way in there eventually. But I've seen plenty of those pictures on uh, Facebook where somebody's had a gator in their swimming pool. Yeah. I bet some I bet at least one gets removed every single day from a swimming pool. From somewhere, especially in South Florida. Yeah. Or somebody's got that lives on a canal in South Florida and they like to have a swimming pool cuz the canal's full of alligators and other nasty garbage. Yeah. It ain't even the alligators and pythons. Ain't even the alligators <laughs> half time around here to keep me from wanting to swim in the water. I ain't worried about alligators and swimming for the most part. I mean, there's some places like Amarillo de Marsh. Uh, ain't going swimming in Amarillo de Marsh. In there. Yeah, heck no. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of gators in there, and it's going to be slam packed this year. I'm not hunting in the marsh. I'm not either. Not like, especially I'm... not since they closed the STAs. Oh, that's right. Yep. I did. I I have not yet made that connection. And boys are gonna be driving from South. I mean, they drive from Gainesville. Yeah. To go hunt to Marsh, they're gonna be in coming up from the STAs. Yeah, it's gonna be so dang packed. You're gonna. The be funny sick. thing is, since they closed the STAs, that's another pro. You get all the. I mean, it's bad because we're making fun of other hunters, but it's a good thing at the same time because it's funny. The people. Oh, now you gotta learn how to duck hunt. <laughs> Well, the thing, the here's the thing that, that bothers me about that and the STAs with the most recent STA closure in social media. Why did they have to do it during, during the hunting season? Well, one, as you've probably seen several times, the STAs are not managed for duck hunters. They are stormwater treatment areas. Yes. That is their purpose. And if they fail to serve their purpose and they need fixing because of that, that has to be done. Yeah, I understand right? that. So, but this, as, that even as stormwater treatment areas, they do serve a purpose for us outdoorsmen and women because if they didn't treat that stormwater, yeah, you would have even more red tide than we already do. Yeah, I understand that. So they're they're a, a necessary. It's necessary to have that stuff because of what we've done as far as development wise. I, I mean, I understand it, it's not for duck hunting on right. We That's are not blessed to be able to go out there and duck hunt. I've never been out there. I don't plan on making a trip down there. I don't. I have no desire. It's too far to drive. There's plenty of water around us right here. Yeah, just to go after it. There, there, there's probably two. Pla- there's two places I'm gonna put in to hunt, and they're good. Both of them are a good drive. Apparently, there's a walk-in that's not permitted around one of them, and you can hunt Mosquito Lagoon. Right outside of Merritt Island, that's not permitted. Hmm. You can hunt in the lagoon, or and you can draw the permit to hunt Merritt Island. So I'm gonna put in to hunt Merritt Island, and I'm gonna put in to hunt uh, TM Godwin. Um, that's probably the only two permits I've really seen that I think are gonna be worth it to put into. I would like to see more St. John's Water Management District land open up to duck hunt. I would lo- d- love to see the North Shore FWC if you are listening. Open up the north shore of Lake Apopka. It can be a quota. I don't care. <laughs> I'll put in to hunt it every year. I was actually talking to an FWC officer about that. <laughs> I was like, man. Open it you up. Got, just tell them to open it <laughs> up. It's a gold it mine. Yeah. Open it up. But the whole reason it's closed, uh, from what he was saying, and the reason they closed the north shore down where you can't hunt on the north shore anymore is because of the... Uh, nature drive through there close the gate <laughs> yeah, i agree <laughs> close that gate and just uh i'm pretty it. sure that drive is free it is and i'm gonna pay to go hunt there yep that's what i said <laughs> so close the gate <laughs> <laughs> but 
Have you ever driven through there? I, I want to, but I want to wait. And I want to do it during duck season. No, you don't. Do it now. Why? Because you, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> I don't care. You, I'm you not going to end up driving myself. your truck off into one of them dang impoundments, <laughs> rubbernecking at the dang ducks in there. I mean, I'll get I somebody else never, to drive me through there, okay? I've Yeah. <laughs> I have never seen. So we're going to have to hire somebody to drive us both of there so I can look more. With binoculars. Oh, man. <laughs> Teal everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Teal? That's one thing. I, that's the one bird I, I cannot find is teal. I can find wood ducks. I can find whistlers. Model, they're kind of eh. Because a lot of those that I've seen have been in like real residential areas. And the only reason, like, we can access it legally. But uh, I don't know about, I don't like, I don't like shooting that close to houses. Yeah. I just want that duck. Even if you are legal. The, the the black one the one that was jet it looked, black it looked like a farm duck I'm not gonna lie it kind of did but it was a it was some sort of hybrid it wasn't it was laying there with two other models but it was a jet it looked like a like it was mixed with a Muscovy or something because the duck That's was like almost jet iridescent black the entire duck except he had the blue on his wings like a model like the bluish I could, in the picture you and sent me I couldn't really see the wings like a mallard but it was all very subdued iridescence yeah beautiful beautiful duck hmm Almost like a, a cooter or moorhen where they have that purple or greenish tint to yeah. them. Yeah. In the black. Mm hmm. You don't really see it. Like the, the, the thing, you know, this is from hunters to non hunters. Like all the pictures I've seen of wild coots or moorhens, especially moorhens, moorhens more so than coots. Moorhens are very pretty birds. Mm hmm. But you would never know how pretty that bird is unless you held it in your hand. Because you don't really see that purple or green tint they have to those black feathers unless you held it in your hand. I'd never had, I'd, I never knew that until we killed them. Yeah, neither did I. And like, I had them, and you could see the iridescence in their wings and stuff. Yeah, uh, coots don't, don't have that quite so much. But they moorhens do. Moorhens, that, that, the color on those birds are beautiful. Oh, yeah. And you wouldn't know it. But you wouldn't know it unless you could hold it in your hand. You know? Right. But... I never would have seen all the different colors of that one duck if I wasn't standing four feet from it when I took yeah. the picture. Yeah. He's a he's a dang he's a park duck is what he is. Oh yeah. And uh, see that's this old lady got out of her car and started when I was feed. down there and she got with a coffee cup and all three of them ducks come running across the park and like me, 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 following her around like they're mama. Like she's she's mama. Um I know the poor little old lady thinks she's doing something nice for those birds, but I don't feel that way at all. It doesn't. It does, seems to me it's like let them be wild. Don't right. feed them. Let them be wild. They're a wild animal. They're gonna find food. Right. That is their. They have two main purposes in life. Let's make more of them and eat. Yeah. The third one would be live to do the other two things. <laughs> right. That's, that's all wild animals in particular. There yeah. are. There well, that's birds. Not you know people feed alligators. Right. People feed bears. All that stuff, don't feed them. That's going to make things worse for that bear. It's going to make things worse for that alligator, too. Because now, instead of it doing its own thing in the canal and finding its own food, now it bit one of your kids or the neighbor's kid because you've been feeding it. And now, guess what happens? FWC or uh, somebody else has to come in there, and one, either they try to relocate it or they kill the gator. They don't relocate them. They don't relocate bears, either. We talked about that last yeah. week. There, there's not relocating that stuff. It's not, uh, especially once it's been dehumanized. Yeah. Or, or you know, where they're, they no longer have a fear fear of humans. It's there's no good place in Florida to relocate it to. No. We don't have a wild enough place like that. You couldn't go drop it off in the middle of a seventy or eighty thousand acre wildlife management. Yeah. We just don't have that type of of, of land here like that so that's a that's a dead bear that's a dead gator that's yeah and that's why they tell you not to feed those things it's one for your own safety and two for the safety of the animal they don't want but have people to don't take nothing people don't look at that with like ducks because the duck is not going to attack you the duck's not going to take your hand off or your arm or something well, the duck like that. will attack you but <laughs> yeah <laughs> Reminds me another video on social media. Have you ever seen that? No. Where the dude has, it's got to be like a farm mallard or something, you know, and 
The guy throws it at his girlfriend and goes, get him, Jake. And the duck's quacking and getting after him. <laughs> She's scared <laughs> running off. It's hilarious. But, you know, social media is, is not a bad thing. No. But it's, it's all not. in how we use it. Some people don't use it right. Some people try. Because if you scroll through there, there'll be 20 comments of somebody, that of people getting on to the poor kid. And then there'll be one that's like, hey, dude, I'll help you out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. So what do you feel about people who get upset about the search feature? Hmm? People who get all upset about the search feature. I mean, we're coming in. Oh, yeah. Season, we're we're going to see a lot of what choke with this gun and with, so on and, and so forth. And what choke and what shells to use. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there has been a hundred other posts on that page. Somebody asking what waders do they use? What call? What shotgun shells? And what choke? Do you probably fool your gun? Or, what shotgun should I buy? Go on there. Go on to that particular page. Hit the little search thing. Type in some close to what you're searching. Search that, and it will bring up everything on that page. That every post, that or almost all the posts, you know, within a certain time period, of somebody asking the same thing you asked. Now, I didn't bother me that much because I scroll through there and I'll read a little bit of the comments and I'm like, whatever. But some people just can't not comment. <laughs> so, I say this what frustrates me. I have this crazy ability that some people seem to be lacking where I can just not see something <laughs> that I'm like, man, why would you, why, why? And I do this thing and I know this is going to sound crazy to some people, but I just, uh, I just keep scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> On to the next thing. On on to the next one, right? Because <laughs> it's a it's a free country. Yeah, and you can ask. And it, social media, there's there they can't they don't have to. There's no rule against them asking those questions. Yeah, there you isn't. Know, as as much as an admin or a moderator might want to try and put a rule in there, you can make it against your group rules. But how do you enforce that? You can't. You can't. To I mean, you you could be super Nazi about it. Yeah. And, but that you you go back to the beginning of the the creation of the page, yeah. but at the same time, I could have the same Stoger M thirty five hundred that you shoot, yeah, right. And say I buy mine five years after you buy yours, right? What's different about that barrel? What's different about it? Plenty. They didn't make it out of the same steel they made yours. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's different about it? The steel's different. The guns, the gun could be made slightly different. the The steel they made the choke that you're using out of could be different. That's Completely all gonna different. Affect everything to an extent. I mean, so it's, it's, there's a lot of little feature. things there that 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 are that could change right there. Right. And it and it you could have bought it the same year. Right. Yeah. And mine shoots. I can shoot three inch number two steel. Just fine through a modified choke. Well, you might need an open cylinder. Right. The stock choke, you know. Or maybe Kicks works better for you and Carlson's works better for me. Right. In my shotgun. They're both the same shotgun, the same model. You could have a different batch of bismuth in the shells you're shooting Mm -hmm. that patterns slightly different than the the shells you patterned with. I mean, even in the case that I bought, some shells may pattern slightly different. Yeah. Because this one, the BBs weren't quite as round as the other ones, you know? Right. And <laughs> so it all comes down to trial and error. And I understand. I, I, I did that find that business shoots better out of one of my chokes than, than steel does, though. Yeah, well, it compresses down where steel doesn't. Yeah, which, which that helps. But, but uh, it's good to, it is also good to kind of have that starting point. But I think the first yeah. thing you're going to try when you're going to do that is you need to try your factory chokes before you try anything else. Because you may find your factory choke gives you everything you want. Yeah, like if, if I'm shooting steel, I'm shooting a factory modified choke in yeah. my shotgun. That's what works best shooting steel. Now, if I'm when I'm when I'm shooting my bismuth, I'm probably gonna be shooting my extended choke. Is it a what's the what's the it's extended, but what's the tightness on that choke? Um, it's a full full choke. Yeah, is that the one you were shooting in? Like was it thirty yards? Yeah, yeah. 30 yards, and I think I got a dead duck if I'm shooting in the right spot. What was that, uh, 
What was that choke combination your your cousin was shooting out of that Mossberg? Dude, that sucker was dead on him. That was the that was the water whacker three thousands. Yeah, that it was. was. It was. Uh, he rolled a coot at what forty yards? That was the Carlson's. Was it? I believe that was the car the cremator. Yeah. In that well, Mossberg five hundred. It coot, did. Didn't it? it sure did. <laughs> and he was shooting like three and a half. I guess to, I think it was like the only box of three and a half number twos I could find. Or he was shooting three inch number twos, either three or three and a half number twos. But I mean, again, that could change from shotgun to shotgun, right? And choke to choke, right? And you know, we covered a lot of that. And they can get expensive buying uh, aftermarket extended chokes. Oh yeah, to find one that works best for you. But you know where a good place to get rid of those chokes is? Facebook Marketplace. Facebook. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of them on Facebook. Craig's Facebook Marketplace is about single handedly single handedly killed Craigslist. I think Craigslist was about dead. Before then, because there were so many scams on Craigslist. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine that was trying to buy a AKC registered golden retriever and got scammed out of like 400 bucks. He put a deposit down on two. The lady said on her Craigslist ad that she had two AKC registered golden retriever puppies for $800 with a $200 deposit, which is like normal. Yeah. And $800 for a AKC registered retriever is not bad. No. That's probably your low end on a decent uh, bloodline for a dog. Especially a dog. I mean, you can hunt with a, with a golden. I wouldn't do it, personally, because of the fur, the hair. Yeah. The hair being so long... Especially here in Florida. Now, maybe if you were hunting a lot of uh, cornfields or if you were somewhere there, you could probably get away with a golden a little better. Then you get mud caked in it. Yeah. But. So, coming to an end here, what do you got closing thoughts on this whole social media thing? Social media can be good or bad, depending on how you use it. And I think you need, people need to, a lot of people need to calm down. And like I said, one, either not say anything and move on or listen to their mama. And if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. uh, I agree. You are going to get, you get out of it what you put into it. So when you get out there and you're going to go and you're going to look into this, you're going to help people. You can look for those answers. You can read between the lines of what people say. You can go from there. Do your own research outside of social media. Follow the right pages definitely. on social media, not just in I the groups. I think for beginning duck hunter, um, Savage Waterfowlers is not the page for you. No. <laughs> no. But it's, it's, it's comical. It is comical. It is comical. But I'll tell you this. If you're on our social media page and you shoot us a question. We will we do will our best. Help you. Yeah. We will do our best to help you. Uh, we're going to go out and do some scouting and get some guys hooked up on some spots. Uh, in Ocala for some of the, the WMAs they drew. We're going to help them scout, help them find some deer because I just like being out in the woods. And if I'm going to help them scout, it's also going to help me scout. Don't think there I'm just go. doing it for somebody else. You know, <laughs> I'm out there looking for myself. Um, but if I can go out there and I can, it, it, it goes back to the teach a man to fish principle. It does. You, you can give them a spot and you can put them on a deer and, or a ducks or whatever, and they have that one spot. I think but if a lot you teach people, them how to find a spot on their own, they can they can find many spots and have A, I, B, and C locations. I think that's what a lot of people miss in some of those posts where somebody's looking for help on where to, where where to hunt's a big one. I mean, you you get the the shell and what choke combo to use, but and those people either one don't have the money. To put in the font to find the right shells that work and stuff that work for them, or and that stuff. But the one that really bugs me is the somebody looking for somewhere to hunt. Yeah, they don't know what to look for. They don't know what ducks eat. <laughs> you know what I think I might start doing on some of them social media pages this year? When we go out, and we have a good day. I'll start telling people that we went out, and we we killed this lemon on Farrell's Lake. <laughs> and some of those spots where we've gone and sat and there's just been like 
And I say Farrell's Lake, and I'll tell y'all right now, Farrell's Lake, there is everything about that screams, man. You should be able to come out here and kill some freaking wood ducks. You, you maybe think. not wood ducks. You per should say, be able to kill, kill ducks, but you should be able to kill a ducks out there. Not I mean, a at least thing. at least some sort of of uh, a diver. But yeah. now that we've done a little more research, I think I know why a lot of that grass out there doesn't look like it seeds. There's a lot of hydrilla in the There's a lot of hydrilla. And some uh, lilies in some good shallow area. Yeah. But they just, the ducks aren't there. And you know, the the other thing I've noticed is, is places where ducks have been in the past that were good spots. Good places to see ducks don't have ducks now. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's been overhunt, but see, that's what's weird. Because places like Emerelda hold ducks. Why do those places hold ducks and ducks continue to come back there every year? Well, when people Emerelda's managed shoot for it. the mess out of them things. Yeah. I mean, it's World War Three out there. Yeah. But ducks continue to... That place holds ducks. That's what I don't understand. But then... Lake Woodruff. I'll say that because there ain't no ducks there. If you, you might get lucky and see one wood duck somewhere. But... Why doesn't that hold the ducks? That place is screaming with duck food everywhere. Used to. You know, but why are they not there now? I don't know. See, that's what, what I don't get. It's tough. And there may be a few honey holes out there that do hold a duck or two. They're hard to find. They are hard to find. Hard to find. Or my under pressure outdoors tip of the week. I'll tell you what we did. We went... <laughs> We went, I took internet scouting. Did you really give this away? I'm giving it away. <laughs> then we went internet scouting. All right. And I'm not here to ask. I'm not in this group to ask questions. I'm not in this group to to do anything the group is intended for, but I am watching. Okay. I got into a bird watching Facebook group. Facebook creeping. Facebook creeping on a bird watching group in our area. And one of the rules for the bird watching group was that you have to post the location of where you took the picture of the bird. That's right. So people so other bird watchers can go out there and find it. So Okay, mind you, this Facebook group also one of the rules is no hunting. Right. Nothing at all about hunting. Well I didn't you know I Or eating believe, these animals. I can't believe they let you in because you got a picture of you holding My a dead profile duck. picture profile is picture. holding a dead duck and yeah. they let me in. <laughs> Mine's not. I haven't said anything. I keep my mouth shut on there. Yeah, you just creep. I just creep. Even if they ask, what duck is this? I'm like, I know what duck that is, but I'm not going to say a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to draw too much attention to my profile picture. <laughs> but I've been creeping. I've been watching. <laughs> I, last time I was like, said, everyone, I see a lot of cranes and herons and things like that. And a lot of times people ask what a moorhen is. <laughs> I've well, seen that a few times. You know, what is this bird? There's like, more. There's a, a lot more of ducks and uh, in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. When when season is actually in and they've migrated down. And I'm going to say this location because I don't think you can hunt it. A lot of those people that were posting bird duck pictures were in Circle B Bar Reserve, and I don't think you can hunt that area. I don't even know where that's at. It. Uh, I want to say, not Kissimmee. Around Lakeland, somewhere. Oh, okay. Right around there, there's a... It's Circle B Bar Reserve, and I don't believe you can hunt there. That's all right. You know, there's going to be hey, somebody's... Duck, ducks need resting places, too, okay? Yeah, that's I'm, important. That is important. So I'm not going to be like, oh, we need to hunt everywhere. But... It's important to have... The North Shore of Lake Apopka. That's not a resting spot. It should be a hunting area. <laughs> <laughs> You think we could get out there and set up and, and make our own, like, look like a stand of cattails just far enough outside of that uh, shootable range to hide out there? And <laughs> that's another thing I discussed with that game board. And the distance you had to be from the dike in order to be considered not on the quote unquote shore. Yeah. You know, to where we could still be close enough. I'm kind of curious what his answer was on that, by the way. <sighs> Wish I could tell. I remembered. You, you I don't can think he be on. A, I don't think he had a, a clear answer. A clear answer for me on that. It was like that's a gray area. He used to be the game warden over that county back okay. when that was allowed, and we were just kind of discussing 
what was allowed and not allowed now. He talked about how he had caught some dude in there uh, in a John boat who was actually in the, the St. John's water management property, See, went out on Lake Apopka, drug his boat over the dike, and was out in the impound. <laughs> My, the, the, the problem I see with hunting too close to that is you better kill your bird because you have one sail behind you. You're not going to be facing that area. You're going to be trying to catch the ducks coming into there. Right. So you have one, you sail one off in there. Now you got to go chase that cripple. (laughs) There's some big gators in there too, dude. (laughs) Some big ones. Yeah, you still got to chase that cripple. You know what I mean? You got to make a, legally you have to make an attempt. But can you legally make that attempt? I'll tell you what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to start taking, I'm going to take a fishing pole with me this year. I'm going to give me a a treble hook, about a medium-sized treble hook. Not like a big snagging treble hook. Maybe like a treble hook you'd see on like a saltwater rig. Just an oversized treble hook. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to hang it about four inches, three, four inches under a big bobber. Yeah. That way I keep it up on the surface. I'm gonna use that to, to grab ducks this year. Yeah, that way we can get him out of the spread if we're in an area. Well, you remember like when we was out on John's, uh, John's like when How he many shot decoys you gonna snag? Not gonna. I'm gonna try and run less this year. I for think wood less ducks. is gonna be more. I think more. for wood ducks, I think you're right. I've talked to some other people. He told me he brings five wood ducks when he did wood duck hunts. Five decoys. Well, he's over on that lake behind John's. Told me I did not have near enough coots. Well, he's over on that lake behind John's, and then that, that wind started pushing that coot away from us. Yeah. And before we had got out of the blind, I mean, we kept an eye on it, and we did collect it, but it was 150 yards away. Yeah. Well, we could have cast it out, snagged him, and brought him in. Tossed him back out. But that'll give us the ability to get those, those dead ducks off the water and in the boat. Yeah, uh, and then you've had areas like we've been in Emerald Marsh where you got to get the duck out of the water because if you don't, the gator will. That's right. <laughs> if you don't, the They'll gator come will try and steal your dang decoys. Sorry, suckers. <laughs> that one we had, we hunted the marsh last year, and actually, is that live video still on? Should be on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page from. You'd have to scroll Emerald all the way to the that bottom, was like the, the very right. first post, I think. But anyways. <laughs> We had a, wood, uh, a gator out there. I, I bought him some decoys, I thought. Yeah, he was coming up to he the He was decoys. looking at him like, you know, is that a real one? <laughs> is that a snack? Yeah. But I had one chase a frog one time. I was frog fishing. And every time, like, literally, I could watch it. And it would, I would reel the frog in, and it would turn away. And I cast back out, and I watch him in pop frog a couple times, and he turned right back to me. I'm I hate like, when that happens because don't gator, be chasing my frog. A gator will straight up I don't ruin want to a hook, good spot to I, throw a frog. I don't want to hook the gator with my frog, especially my ten dollar frog. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin my ten dollar frog. Ruin a good spot to throw a frog because they just want to chase that frog back to the boat and they will not leave and it's no. not like you're throwing and a six footers chasing it it's one of them really annoying little ones it's about four feet long and they're just little that's probably what this one was lily pads. Yeah. well he might have been he might have been five but i mean he wasn't like no little little fella but he wasn't you know big either yeah but it was like come dude don't be looking at my frog, because I know what you want to do. You want to come over and eat my frog. We had a gator when I fished the, the ponds, uh, some of the ponds up in Fort Stewart behind the barracks. When you'd catch a fish, that joker would come, and I mean, zipping yeah. across the lake to you. Yeah, he wanted to get that fish. He we wanted called it, supper. We called it tripod, because it only had three legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it would come up there and try and steal your fish. And it would come, if you had if you were fighting a good one, and it could beat it to the shore, it would take your fish off the line. Jeez. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm not trying to get you lunch. I'm trying to bring this fish in. Yeah. But, so, until next week, you guys, make sure you get on uh, wherever you listen to the podcast and give us a five-star review. Follow us on social media. And we talked about social media. Get on that big F word and find us at under pressure outdoors get on instagram find us at under pressure outdoors give us a like give us a follow and we'll keep you up to date i mean turn like, turn the news off and, and and go watch some hunting videos okay 
yeah make you feel better about it right <laughs> and i tell you we'll we uh we'll tell you where the 12 pound bass are we've already done it we've done it we told you it's got a gps on it you yeah. can go find it and you know what that'll get you in the trophy catch yeah back to the trophy catch <laughs> and i gotta start working on that i still haven't got my little uh uh waterproof for the life salt list? water the salt water lifeless yeah 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 It'll get here eventually. It's free. I'm yeah. not uh, sitting here counting down the shipping days for it. Not Ooh, like I... In other news, uh, thank you, Travis Thompson and Casting Blast, but I got a new wood duck call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it sounds. When dark it comes dark water sure calls, man. I'm sure it sounds a lot better than uh, you're going to make it sound. Uh, more than likely, but <laughs> practice makes perfect. Well, till next week, this has been another episode of the Under Pressure Outdoors podcast.